Forget your troubles. Come on, get flabby. Welcome back to Cliff and Kendall Coast to Coast. Oh, don't get me in the Christmas spirit yet. It's way too Kendall, hard. you can't I help. All that bowl shaking like a bowl full of jelly. <laughs> you can't help but be in a Christmas spirit when you look like two Santas sitting in a booth. <laughs> the way that we did. Crammed in a box. <laughs> oh, there's no show like Cliff and Kendall to listen to all year all long. Because no matter how Santa claus they look. We do look like Santa Clauses, but that's not the point. Kendall, what is this? Why are you ta- taking us down Christmas Road? Because you were all ho-ho-hoing you, over there. That was the no, response to you. <laughs> Whatever you did. I was just being jolly. That's a oh. year-round thing. But we're talking about uh, Venus and Jupiter today. Two of... Uh, planets that don't get enough recognition you know who better who better who better who better who better we've covered other planets it's time we got to venus and jupiter everybody remembers our great episode that we did called pluto is it a planet or what so if you want to know listen back in the archives i certainly remember it it was like it was yesterday um but we're we're here at the Uh, busy 111 space museum Oddly enough, that we're doing this show in. Uh, I thought it'd be a great topic to start covering some more planets on the show. I think so. People have long said, Cliff and Kendall, why not the planets? Why not? And so... You're the size of one. You might as well do a show about it. Who are we to deny such public interest? No better. No better. Exactly. Um, and you, you know, know we're we're still everything's safe here. Nobody's even it's not open. We're in here because uh, it's a big deal. They're uh, talking about trying to, you know, in the future at some point leave the planet because you know Earth's just dying. As we we already had a funeral for it on the show. It, we did. It's over. It, it's over in so well, many ways. So, Earth is over. They're bringing in experts to talk about all the things that we're going to need, and of course. Who else they're going to bring in to talk about Rye, but our very own Mrs. Potter Butter 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 Churn. They said we could do the show right here in front of this big display of all the size of planets and supernova, and we barely fit next to them. We look bigger than all of them. Well, we do. The people are wondering, are there two giant Santa Clauses that rule the universe? <laughs> and maybe so. Maybe that's the secret of life, everybody. But now, I wonder if someday we will be growing Rye in outer space. Could you grow it on the moon, do you think? Uh, we'll have to ask her when she comes in. See how, see how the answers we answer on our show here? We All the curiosities we bring to light. There's a lot of answers answered and a lot of curiosities brought to light, Kendall. That's, <laughs> I've always felt that about our show, and it's never been in our bio. truer than today. So, so now, so. which do you want to start with, Venus or 
Jupiter. Well, I, I think you got to build up to Jupiter, don't you? It's it's got the rings and it's bigger. Oh, all right. Some Kendall's taking sides early. In <laughs> <laughs> well, you know me, Cliff. I love to take sides. All right. Well, 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 well. Kendall Venus. Venus was her name. The name of the planet. Rocket number nine. What do you have to say about Venus, yo penis? Oh, it's hot, Cliff. It's hot. It's hot. The it's hottest hot. planet in the solar system. Why was it not in our hot stuff countdown? Why didn't you say Venus instead of hot water heater? Because, you know... What a cool number 10 that would have been on our hot countdown. It just countdown. felt... It felt closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Venus was number 11. Venus... It was. It was number. It was like eleven and a half. Venus. Yeah, Venus. It's a hot place. <laughs> <laughs> the place you wouldn't want to live. No. Now, Kendall, did you flip out when you heard about all of the volcanoes on Venus? I'm flipping out right now as I'm hearing about them. You didn't know that? You didn't know that there are more than 1,600 volcanoes on its surface, and there are more that are too small for us to even see? Can you believe this? It's such a hot planet already, and then everywhere you look, you can't swing a cat without smacking it into a volcano. Oh, that must be why it's so hot. Hot, 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 hot. hot just, so, just lava everywhere and just bubbles, just bubbling up from the ground came a bubbling crude, but it was lava. Bubble, bubble, toiling trouble. Oh, a lot of trouble. Trouble now, on Venus. Venus. But, you know, Venus. Venus. Rotates the opposite direction from other planets. Why would it do such a thing? How did it start this anti-rotation movement, Kendall? <laughs> it goes in retrograde. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Well, guess what? Venus is always in retrograde. Oh, my so God. That's why things are so fucked up all the time. <laughs> Can you just imagine uh, being on a planet in retrograde, and then there's a volcano <laughs> right next to you erupting? Venus. Things are not shaping up. That's why it wasn't on the top ten list. Listen to all the shit that's happening on Venus. But you can't deny that it is hot. And you also can't deny that Venus is its like a, a twin of Earth. They're the same size. Did you know that? Just like you and I sit next to each other. It's almost the same size as Earth. From far away, Earth and Venus look like two Santa Clauses sitting in a booth. <laughs> and so do we. People mistake them all the time for each other, just like they did us in film school. Exactly. Venus. <laughs> I, by the way, I had to... Sorry, this is neither here nor there for uh -huh, this show. Uh -huh. But I had the weirdest dream last night that we were back in film school. <laughs> and I kid you not, the head of our film school was asking me, Kendall, is this how... And she said... As she asked me this, she stuck her hand in my mouth and said, is this how you said to get peanut butter out of your teeth? <laughs> and she just like started picking peanut butter out of my teeth. And I was like, yes, that is how I said. Is that not the weird? Like, what does this mean? That is a weird dream. Now, see, for you, 
I think that's because, like, the last thing you would ever want is anybody to stick <laughs> their fingers in your mouth, You're right? Correct. I woke up in a sweat. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, so I think for you that was, like, a nightmare. Because I'm thinking <laughs> I've never nobody in any dream has just come up and put their fingers <laughs> in my mouth. But that's because, like, it doesn't even register to me. Like, it's I, not I, a thing I, that I'm terrified of on a daily basis. I think it might have been a first for me, too, in the dream, but, you know. Goodness dear, look how beautiful it is in here. Isn't it wonderful? It's so wonderful, boys. Don't you love that large spaceship model hanging from the ceiling over there? Oh, I think now, I think it's great. I don't know why. Charles has been trying to climb up there all day, and we keep telling him, Charles, stay off of it. You're going to break it, and then they're never going to let us back in here. I know. Hopefully he'll stay down now that they're starting this this sort of conference. Are there other people here? You know, what are the other people here talking about? You're talking about, like, Ryan Space. But what are these other people talking about? Oh, dear, they have uh, physicists here talking about the, the actual details of how to get that far. And they, they have people here talking about climates and, and, and all kinds of different professions. Uh, you know, Charles mistakenly thought they wanted him to talk about janitorial issues and how to clean. <laughs> oh. As if they would ask Charles. Of course not. You oh, know. But I did run into a dietitian, and she's going to be talking about peanut butter in space and whether it holds its own viscosity. <laughs> oh. Should be very interesting. I wonder, I wonder if it holds the same viscosity as in a pantry rather than being in the refrigerator. Oh, that's too, <laughs> listen, Kendall, this is not hot subjects. So we can't even go there, okay? Oh, no, dear. Please don't bring up last week. Oh, <laughs> we, all have, no. we all have a lot of trauma from that, dear. Oh, some things are better left forgotten, boys. Yeah, you got that right. Oh, but dear, I know your speech about Ryan's face. It's really going to impress this crowd. Oh, dear, I hope so. You know, I think it's very important to take Ryan to other places in the in the galaxy. Oh, <laughs> yes. We can't just hoard it all here on Earth. Oh, no. You know, I think all of God's creatures, whether they be from Earth or other planets unknown, should love and appreciate the benefits of a rye-based diet. Oh, yes, dear. He's got the whole galaxy in his hands. <laughs> oh, amen. Praise uh, Christ. Now, we, we had a question for you, Mrs. Potter Butterbur Churn. Cliff was asking earlier, can rye be grown on the moon? What, you know, can they? Oh. Like, what, in a pot? Yeah. Even if it's like, if, it, if it's in a pot. Well, dear, there's certain things that, that rye must need in order to grow. So I think there must have to be infrastructure built first. But I, I think we could make it grow in the moon dust. Yes, of course. Oh, bravo, dear. Wonderful <laughs> answer to that question. Oh, Daffodil, you're making me blush. Uh, well, you'll do a great job if there's like a Q&A after your speech. Oh, you think there'll be a Q&A? I, I must prepare then. Oh, yes. Let's have Crockpot come up with some sample questions. Super oh, lump. that's a good idea. Oh, that's a good idea. Crockpot, I'm so glad I didn't think about that, dear. Crockpot, could you get the flashcard? All right. Oh, uh, I hope there's a Q&A. I got more questions about Ra that we probably haven't discussed. I know. Many years of talking about it. I have some questions about ice cream in outer space for that dietitian. <laughs> 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 and I don't mean freeze-dried. <laughs> and I don't mean freeze-dried. I don't want none of that powdered stuff. Might as well eat peanut butter from the refrigerator. Ooh. Wait, I, I told Susan about our 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 uh, argument about that. And, and she, she was just... 
I was like, we, we had questions like, how do you eat it? What do you? And she said, oh, I just love it. It's nice and cold and hard. It's chunky. It's, just, it's like I'm eating a cookie. I was like, yeah, but except it doesn't taste like a cookie. Well, see, I could see if, if for some reason you wanted to just eat like chipped bits out of the can but or the jar mm-hmm. or whatever, the bag of, of peanut butter. But when it comes to like, what if you want it like on a sandwich or a cracker? I or know. something like that, then it's not going to work. So you, you thought your mind was blown forward. I'm sorry to get on this subject. But, I, you know, Susan had been staying at the motel, and, the, and Charles cut the power to our room, only our room for some reason. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, I better check and make sure nothing needs to be eaten from the freezer. Yeah. It's melt. And I went in there, and there were little dollops that she had left when, before she had to go back on that other trip to, of like, just peanut butter in the freezer. And I'm like, oh, now <laughs> she's putting it in the freezer? Oh, no. And, but I didn't know it was peanut butter. I thought they were cookies. They looked like dollops of cookie dough. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to eat this. And then I found out it was just a glob of peanut butter that was frozen. Oh, my. What a harrowing experience. <laughs> I'm still recovering. I know. Well, I do. I know why Charles cut the power to your room. It was, he didn't know what he was cutting the power to. He just bought these new pair of wire cutting shears and he just was, he pulled a, a random wire from nearby just to cut it, just to see how they, how well they cut. And it must have been the power to your room. Well, I'm going to be randomly cutting something later. Oh, well, Kendall Dino, speaking of <laughs> Venus. <laughs> yeah. Venus. Did you know the surface is hot enough to melt lead? <gasps> With all those volcanoes, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, and it's got a greenhouse atmosphere. Can you believe it? Well, that sounds nice. It does sound nice, so it's probably not so bad. It's probably more than it's <laughs> cracked up to be. You know, it's the second brightest object in the nighttime sky after the moon. Did you know that? I did know I did know that. Do you, you ever look up and see Venus? No, I look down and see penis. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you haven't been able to see that in years. <laughs> I didn't say I, I didn't have to bend over and contort <laughs> in a lot of fun different ways. No, it's always up there right next to the moon if you look up at night. You can see it, a little bright dot of Venus. Like, like in where in uh, in relation, relation to the moon? It, it's usually like, uh, to, like just below and to the left. Okay. Uh, but it, you know, moves to the sky. Obviously, moves to the sky. Well, I'll look for the one that's moving then. Venus. <laughs> okay. Kendall, did you know this is probably why it's moving so much because of the winds of Venus. <gasps> is it windy? It's windy as hell. Windy as all <laughs> oh, get shit. out on Venus because <laughs> the, their speeds of wind can reach. 450 miles an hour. That's faster than the speediest tornado. I was just about to say, I bet they have like uh, fire tornadoes there with all this heat and volcanoes and wind. So, you know, they just have all kind of things, probably things we haven't even begun to imagine there on Venus. (laughs) Well, Cliff, you know, with it being so hot, it would really feel like the day was just long to us, but... Mm. It is 117 Earth days to make up one Venus day. 117 Earth days is more <laughs> yes. than... how much we could eat in one day. Think about that. Oh, but think of how long our Weight Watcher points would have to last <laughs> if we were on a diet, as we uh, so rarely are. 
unlike how much we eat in a day here, which would be about the same. We're like, you, this is all in one day? Uh, and when you round off to the square tonnage, Kendall, it all <laughs> sort of works out the same. Now, do you know what number a planet Venus is from the sun? Venus! Is it the first one? No, it's Mercury. It's the the third one? No, we're the third rock from the sun. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's the second one. It's the second one. Close enough. Third tries the charm, Kendall. Well, Venus you know. is the second planet from the sun. And <laughs> it, it was, was that it was the third one. <laughs> and it was named after who but the Roman goddess of love and beauty. And listen to this misogyny. Venus. It must have been hot. Oh, whoa, Kendall, cut that out. <laughs> I won't have you objectifying Roman goddesses around here. Kendall, no, Venus, this is awful. It's the only planet named after a female. What? What? Oh, isn't that awful? Can well, the misogyny never ends. I can't believe that somehow she got out of being the one that was dismissed as the planet, but that one was named after a dog. Pluto. What about, what about Mother Earth? Mother Earth. <laughs> no, Earth. That, that Earth was a dude. <laughs> Venus. It's about 300 to 400 million years old. And, you know, Earth's surface is only about 100 million years old. So it's, it's older and wiser than us. Older and wiser and more volcanic. We're getting there. We're getting there, baby. Someday, Earth. Maybe we're just trying to be more like our big brother, Venus. <laughs> just becoming a <laughs> hot hellscape of a planet. Venus is like, you'll get there. You'll get there. You'll get there, sweetie. You're doing great, sweetie. Uh, it's, uh, let's see. It, it, it goes in an ellipses on its uh, orbit around the sun. But its orbit is the closest to being a circle out of all the planets in the solar system. Isn't that a wild fact? <laughs> That's one of the wildest facts I can even recall ever being facted with. Kendall, I it figured was you think that. Such a wild fact, I think we got to stop there for the moment and do a segment so we can get some breath back into our lungs Woo. after that fact, okay? Well, I knew you'd like it. So, okay, let's do a let's do a segment then. How about let's find out what the kids are saying? Oh, a segment we shall do. A segment we shall do. <laughs> a segment we shall do to do, do. A segment we shall do. What the kids are saying? What are they saying? And why are they saying it? Why? They're saying all kind of bullshit. Oh, who Lord. knows why they're saying? That? I don't know that. But Cliff, they are saying, uh, do you know what the term a plug is? A plug? That is what yeah. you put into an outlet. Uh, well, that's a kind of plug, but not what the kids are calling a plug. Oh, no. The kids are saying a person who has everything you need. So if you're like, oh, I, I really need uh, 12 candy bars. They're like, uh, my plug down the street can get those for you. A plug. All right. Well, plug. I don't know why they say that. It doesn't make any damn sense. Plug it in. Plug it in. <laughs> That's what the adults are saying. That's what they're screaming. Kendall, you know what else they're screaming? Meat space. Meat space. Okay. Yes. Meat space is the world outside of the internet. It's the real world where you do things with your body rather than oh, your like keyboard. Me. Okay. 
Meat, and it's the world of meat outside the net. Kendall. See, I was I was thinking of like beef, like that kind of meat. So I was thinking like, oh, is that like the space we took from eating meat when we became vegetarians? Uh, I don't know. More of your <laughs> vegetarian soapboxing. <laughs> You know, I never, I never mentioned it. I just want to make sure people knew. Oh, um, oh. Cliff, have you ever heard of a? <laughs> oh, have you ever heard of a Fozzie Foz, a bear? A Fozzie bear. Waka waka. Well, you are correct, Cliff. It is when during sex, instead of oh, moaning, an individual no. shouts or exclaims, "Waka waka waka." <laughs> no, Kendall, I've. Uh, <laughs> canceling that. Cancel that. Hashtag. Cancel Kendall. <laughs> oh. I didn't say it. The kids did. I'm just relaying it. Kendall, we're getting back on track over here. Some things All are right. best left forgotten. And this one is a new one, and this is Venus Nose Trap. Venus. Oh. And it's, this is when you put your <laughs> bare ass right in front of a sleeping friend and then have another friend <laughs> smack them and shove their face right into your ass with the nose in the hole. And then you rip a huge <laughs> fart with the, while their nose is in your asshole. Venus. I get why they call it a Venus because it's um, the heat, you know, and like a volcano. <laughs> it's because of the volcanic activity. <laughs> just being shoved right in your face it's actually quite clever Cliff, do you know have you ever heard the term bumba clot yeah, yeah. so many times because i'm a with it kind of guy but i'm gonna let you explain it anyway well no have i'm uh, you have heard it no i don't even know what you said oh. bumba clot bumba clot well i don't know a lot of kids are saying it these days i see it on social media but I had a friend I went to film school with that was Jamaican, and she would say it all the time. She'd go, oh, bumba clot. And I was like, what the hell does that mean? Well, the kids are telling me today it's a cloth or a rag used to wipe one's butt. Uh, however, most Jamaicans will use it as a substantive for the word fuck to express anger or surprise. And so now I know what she was saying all those years, which is like, Kendall, bumba clot. Oh, Kendall, 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 N-E. Any? Oh, like an any and an outie? No-e. N-E, like the two letters. Oh, have no, northeast. That stands for nose exhale. It's a replacement <laughs> of LOL because most people don't actually laugh out loud. When they see something funny online, they just exhale from their nose. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty funny. Pretty be funny. With it. I'll text you N-E from now on. N-E? No, Kendall. I want you to uh, lie to me. <laughs> I want to R- think of R-O-N-E. you. I'll be R-O-N-E. Rolling <laughs> on the floor, nostril ex- exhale. <laughs> what if that was the extension? <laughs> I'm rolling on the floor, just exhaling. That's more what I would have to do if I was rolling on the floor, try to get back up and like... <laughs> Kendall, the weight. I can't talk about... The obesity oh right now. Oh my god, shit. Charles, he's peeing off the balcony onto the planet Earth. Oh no, he must have thought it looked, it look, Charles, it looks like a shithole, but don't pee on it. <laughs> You're going to get us kicked out. Uh, well, luckily that's sort of off into the corner, so maybe none of these big wigs will notice. <laughs> You're cleaning that up. Kendall, I don't know if he can even hear you with all of this hubbub outside the booth, because I think Mrs. Potter Butter Butter, is she about to speak? Oh my god, is she? Oh, we should go listen and see what she has to say real quick. 
All right. Well, do you have any last words on Venus? Venus. Oh, that's right. I got to finish it up. Uh, let's see. You better tie this shit up. Well, it doesn't have a solid inner core, Cliff. Did you know that? Oh, neither do I. It's a core of jiggly fat. <laughs> well, there you go. That that makes us again like the planet Venus. Venus. So, but we have so much in common, in common <laughs> with Venus. <laughs> well, I think that's just about enough to talk about Venus, and, and we'll just have to do a whole other show if you got more tips. Oh, all right. So, listeners, if you know a lot more about Venus, just add us, at Cliff and Gendel on Twitter, and let <laughs> us know. And we'll put together a sequel to this episode at some point in the next 600 shows. If we last that long, we'll, you'll hear it here first. Well, if Earth lasts that long, but I think I think we will if oh, we I'm just follow the example of Venus. What a planet. Venus. What a planet. Well, we barely knew her, but we're going to take a break. we barely knew her. <laughs> we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back All after right. we hear some raw tips from Mrs. Potter Butter Butter Turn. I can't wait. Don't give up. The show could get better. Stay tuned for more Cliff and Kindle. Think you have a talent for terror? A skill for thrills? Well, listen to your crib keeper. For here's a game you frightens can really sink your teeth into. Hails from the Crypt Terror Trivia Challenge from HBO. This is no game of chance, Crypt mates. Call 1-900-246-CRYPT and plunge into my hallowed halls of horror. Test your terror knowledge on classic facts of fear, and you could win one of these spectacular prizes. Grand prize is an expense paid trip for two to Hollywood for a full week of frightening fun and games. You meet the Crypt Keeper in the flesh and take in Tinseltown's most famous resting places in an authentic chauffeur-driven hearse via Graveline Tours, plus $1,000 in spending money. Now that's entertainment! Monthly and weekly winners receive a creepy Crypt Kit, complete with a Tales from Crypt t-shirt, an autographed photo of your favorite fiend, up to $500 in cash and more. Oh, I almost forgot. We're going to throw you faithful Crypt fans a bone. Bonus question, that is. All about HBO's brand new Tales from the Crypt. So call 1-900-246-CRYPT for a ghoulish game that's sure to be a cut above the rest. <laughs> Two dollars in first minute, one dollar each additional minute. Call us under 18, get your parents' permission before dialing. Touch tone phone only. The prophecy has been fulfilled. Cliff and Kindle are back. Uh. A rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just up my rent last night, cause Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's up in me, cause Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up, and as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell and Whitey's on the moon. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Hmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills 
Air Mail Special. To Whitey on the Moon. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, back. Welcome, welcome back. back. Uh, that was wasn't that a great speech that she made about Ryle on oh, the Moon and other planets? It was. She, you know, she could talk about anything about Ryle, and I could just listen for days. Um, and I did get distracted for a moment. I was trying to get some of those pastries on the table over there, and they were like, "These are only for the special people, the <laughs> the experts." So I went. I did go to the gift shop and got some freeze dried pizza and ice cream for you, but I don't know if you want any. Uh, well, you know, let's we'll save it for later, and I'll mix it with some w- water from the motel. <laughs> well, we rehydrated. Kendall, I, I didn't even know those were pastries. I thought those were moon rocks over there. Oh, I thought they were pastries. Well, it's a good thing I didn't bite into one. It's a good thing, Kendall. Would have to go back to, to Iraq and get some new teeth. I <laughs> uh, can't afford that. Can't <laughs> <laughs> afford it. All right, <laughs> moving on to Jupiter. 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 I hardly even know her. <laughs> moving further out of the solar system, away from the sun. <laughs> Can you believe though? Jupiter is the second brightest planet in the night sky after Venus. See, when I read that, it was like, oh, this was just meant for us to talk about. They were the second, th- or the first and second brightest things after the moon. I know, MFEO. MFEO. Made for each other. Now that she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her head. Now, I said how long yeah. the days in Venus were. but Ju- How long? They were long, but Jupiter oh, actually has the shortest days of all the planets. Jupiter. Oh, isn't it the way when you're young, the years are long and the days are short. And when you're old, the days are long and your years are short. And your waist is large, just like Jupiter. Is that why we identify so heavily? Heavily with Jupiter because it's just so damn I think big. So. It's the Cliff and Kendall of planets. <laughs> it really is. Jupiter. It really is. It's uh, it has a massive atmosphere, just like us. <laughs> That's what we're always being noted for: our massive atmospheres. <laughs> Our, ours is just slightly more hot with uh. Uh, like carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide and it's hydrogen. Oh, exactly. Kendall couldn't have said it better for myself. Couldn't have, wouldn't have. But Kendall... They might ask me to speak here. Later. They might, but I don't know. Maybe not because Jupiter, you know, it has a very strong magnetic field. Jupiter! Oh, well, we have magnetic personalities. See, another reason. <laughs> another season for making whoopee. So, are you telling me if we go to Jupiter, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't take any metal objects in our pockets? Don't, because they'll just fling themselves right to the ground. <laughs> be like, um, Ernest, uh, uh, which one was it? Uh, Ernest goes to jail. Exactly, it will be like that. And of course, we'll be <laughs> doing the. I think feel like we'll just be sitting there like chewing on a pen, and then the ink will start to get all over our <laughs> face and all over our hands. And then we'll end up eating a piece of paper. But Kendall, like us, 
and the you know other people like us jupiter has a very unique cloud layer <laughs> it's made up of ammonia what's so unique about it? <laughs> <laughs> it's made up of ammonia crystals sulfur oh. and a mixture of ammonia and sulfur so it's just a weird well, that'll wake you up weird wild <laughs> cloud mixture there kendall jupiter not all that ammonia it must smell like um Wherever Charles has been. Oh, poor Charles! I th- like the hanging. Earth I just over there saw right Charles. Now. He was he was passed out over there behind that model of the lunar rover. <laughs> Why was he passed out? He was asleep. Oh, he was just sleeping. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It's sleepy, I guess. Well, he, it's safer for all of us that way. So <laughs> glad he's sleeping. Now, Kendall, you want to hear something sad about Jupiter? Uh, I don't know. Turn the sad music on. Jupiter, oh no. It doesn't experience seasons like other planets, like Earth or Mars. That's because of its not very tilted axis. Isn't that sad? You're really bringing me down. (laughs) Think to yourself, there, there needs to be a great Christmas song. There's no Christmas on Jupiter. They have no seasons there. Oh, we need to write that musical right away. So we are so lucky on Earth when the snowflakes fill the air. Even if they had seasons, it takes 11 years to go around the sun, so it, you'd be waiting for years for Halloween every year. Oh, even if they had seasons on Jupiter, <laughs> you know you'd be waiting 11 and a half years just for one day of snow. Who knew the entire second half of our show was going to be a musical dedicated to Jupiter? If you like it, then you better put a ring on it. Now, teach me about the (laughs) Jupiter rings, Kendall. Are they real? Are they fabulous? They're they're real and they're magnificent. They're real and they're thin, so they are magnificent. Uh, That's the one thing that makes it different from us. It has thin rings. Jupiter! Oh, you want to know more about the rings? More... Oh, well, I have them right here. I got a whole extra page on the rings. Uh, it's upper atmosphere. We'll treat is- your information on the rings like when somebody asks, do you want grated cheese on your salad? I'll tell you when to stop, okay? <laughs> Jupiter. So I'll just stop right there. Now, they're they're composed of uh, dust particles ejected from some of Jupiter's smaller worlds during impacts from incoming comets and asteroids. It begins some 92,000 kilometers above the cloud tops, and it stretches out to more than 225,000 kilometers from the planet. They are between 2,000 and 12,000 kilometers thick. Oh, did I hear you say when? Oh, well, when you said thick, I, <laughs> I thought, whoa, whoa, that, that's hitting a little too close to home there, Kendall. And I, I felt like just, just like every waiter... When we go to an Italian restaurant, they're like, I'm sorry, did you say when? Or should I really keep going? I know. I'll never forget at this one restaurant at El Chico. Uh, I ordered a taco salad, of all things. And when the waitress came to pick up the plates at the end, she said, I've never seen anybody eat that much of that before. 
I hate those people that do that. Or when they say, let me get you a to-go box. Nobody ever finishes it. I'm like, oh yeah, well, sit back and watch. Boris wasn't my sugar lump an excellent speaker. Oh, bravo, dear. Excellent You were amazing. I really, I really enjoyed it. You know, so many times you have talked about Rye, and every time you speak, some new thing pops into our head that we didn't know. It really, it was an astounding speech. <laughs> Sorry, dear, I was speechless for a moment. Oh, very, very humorous there, <laughs> sugar lump. Oh, <laughs> very witty. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. I did, I brought one of these souvenir moon rocks for everyone. Oh, thank oh, you. I love these rocks. moon rocks. <laughs> thank you. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's like a pet rock. Oh, we'll keep it forever and take it out for walks. It is. Kendo, you better put a label on that that says moon rock or you know some night you're just going to wake up <laughs> and need a midnight snack and you're going to chip your tooth. Uh, you know me. I'm always getting my rocks confused with my pastry. Yeah, don't don't eat that, dear. It's it's very valuable. <laughs> and, and not good on the digestive track, boy. <laughs> that's, that's true, dear. It's not. I will. Oh, well, that's yes. a weird thing to say. It and is And speaking weird. of... Yeah! Uh, I'm so glad you guys are here, because uh, I know you're on a high, but we're going to bring you back down. we got some weird things to tell you about. Oh, <laughs> oh, goodness dear. Should we talk about weird things here in the Space Museum of all places? Oh, nothing too weird. <laughs> Remember where we are, boys. You know, we want to make a good impression here at the Space Museum. Oh, way too late. But, <laughs> you want to hear something weird? <laughs> oh, let's lay it on us, Kendall. All right, well, <clears throat> oh, I hate to even say it. Police caught a female. Uh, sorry, let me start again. Police caught a female cell phone thief earlier this week. They stopped a 24-year-old woman who, woman who had stolen a phone on a bus. Several people saw her steal it, but they couldn't find the phone anywhere to prove it. So when the police called the number, they started to hear a muffled ringing sound. And Cliff, uh, you're never going to guess where they traced it. In her ear. No, you guessed incorrectly, Cliff. It was in her vajayjay. <laughs> Oh, 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 my, oh, my goodness, my oh, oh, They didn't I, like hearing that. Oh, 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 no. Well, I, you can't make this stuff up. You just have to report it. But so the police, they took her to the station and they found an, another phone and a roll of $100 bills. They dis- disinfected it all and returned it to their original owners. Isn't that weird? That is. <laughs> Dear, it's... It's it's that's not so weird as it is just un- unpleasant oh, to talk about. Very unpleasant. Oh, why the germs? Oh no! Oh, yes, dear. I would think you, Kendall, of all people, would not want to talk about all the germs. Well, I'll let us. Oh, I didn't say I like. <laughs> let me reset us here. Uh, an Irish man, you know, he's applying for a Guinness World Record. This is weird, everybody. <laughs> that is you weird. I'm not going to believe his weird reason why. And it, Oh, there's yeah, more. Yeah, it's because he's getting <laughs> 34 t- different tattoos based on the anime series and collectible card game Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, dear, what is that, dear? What is you, Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, I never can eat that. It's very bad on my system. It gives me heartburn. Oh, then you should definitely avoid it, dear. We wouldn't want to have heartburn. 
Well, it's also, it's a show, and it's like a Pokemon thing. Yeah. There's the man, Liam O'Donovan, and he's been a longtime fan, and he is getting all of these things tattooed on his bod. And so he's on 34, and he has applied to the Guinness World Records to see if he can be officially recorded and lauded for the hero that he is for getting 34 Yu-Gi-Oh tattoos. What a silly thing to get a tattoo of. You would think if you treat your body as a temple, do you might want to get a, a, a nice cross there, dear, or something that would show the love of the Lord. <laughs> I don't know if the Lord really wants us mutilating our bodies in such a manner, dear. Uh, well, we we could never get a tattoo because there's too much surface area to cover. Not enough ink. Not enough ink. That's what they all <laughs> say they, when they see us coming. They say not enough ink. <laughs> Turn around. We're all out of ink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, a 46-year-old man was fined $500. No, I, you know, I can't even read that one. I'm going to move on to the next one. Uh, <laughs> just can't do it. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's the best idea you've had all day. An elderly man was mystified. Why, even uh, after a hearing aid had failed to improve his hearing for so long, until he finally discovered that for the past 20 years, he had been wearing the wrong hearing aid in the wrong ear. 20 years, he'd been doing the wrong thing. (laughs) Yeah, well, I can certainly relate with that. (laughs) We've all spent a few decades doing something the incorrect way, boy. Very universal story there we can all relate to. <laughs> yes, dear, remember the first two weeks of your bowel medication? You you took it in the mouth, dear, but it had to go elsewhere. And then we found out a few years later <laughs> that was really the dog's medicine. <laughs> oh, no. What a silly mistake we <laughs> Well, I've got something even weirder than that, okay? Weirder than the hearing aid in the wrong weirder ear. Weirder than the hearing aid in the wrong ear? <laughs> ah! No if way. you can imagine, it just stretch your imaginations that there could be something. Well, I had weirder things, but I was trying to look out for no one passing Kendall, nobody is attacking you. You take everything personally. Please agree to the four agreements, one of which is take nothing personally. Oh, I'm attacked. <laughs> I'm attacked. Kendall, a Nebraska farmer. He was draining a pond, not draining the lizard, but draining a pond <laughs> on his property for maintenance, and he made a surprising and unusual discovery. It was an ATM dumped in the water. <laughs> Win Hall. Was there money in there? <laughs> uh, I'd rather have the money from the pond than. <laughs> Kendall Win Hall of Exeter said he started the process of draining the pond and he checked on it the next day and he thought the, the thing was an appliance. But when he took a picture, he realized that it was actually an ATM in the bottom of his pond. And it's been there for more than two years because that's how long it's been since the pond has been drained. Can you believe it? I can't believe it's been two years since they drained the pond. Dear, we were so much in the in the world of space. I thought you were going to say they found a UFO. <laughs> that would have been weird. Oh, no. <laughs> Nothing of the sort there, sugar lump, you know, UFOs. <laughs> They're totally fictional, you know. <laughs> oh, no, dear, I've been an un- unidentified floating object in the pond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
your witches again on full display, Sugarlump. I'm still high from the speech. <laughs> you know, they love my puns. Such a good speech. And, of course, you know you want to do... You don't want to go too heavy on the puns. You want to no. leave them wanting more, like that episode of Seinfeld taught us. You know, Cliff always gets on to me for all the puns. He's like, Cliff, or Kendall. I'm even calling myself Cliff. He's like, Kendall, back it off. Back it off. Back that thing up, Kendall. That pun machine. Back it up. Do you have any other weird items that we should know? Not ones that I'm comfortable sharing. Oh my god. Alright. <laughs> oh, damn. In that case, we better get back out there. There's a lot of people we wanted to meet and talk to. Oh, yes. We've got a lot of mingling to do, boys. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch up with you later. Uh, excuse oh, me. Yes. Dr. Kane. Oh, I'd only be mingling if they were ha- passing around hors d'oeuvres. Oh, I wish they were. Of course, everything they pass around is a damn moon rock. I know. I got a rock. I got a rock, <laughs> Kendall. And speaking of rocks, what about that big old planet in the sky, Jupiter? Jupiter. What about it? Do you know anything <laughs> else about Jupiter? Oh, I know all kind of things about it. Let's see. Cliff, do you know about the red spot? Oh, the red spot. Is that is it embarrassed <laughs> Jupiter? <laughs> no. And it's not a black spot. It doesn't mean death. The red spot is one of the most familiar features. This persistent anti-cyclonic storm, which is located south of the equator of Jupiter, measures between 24,000 kilometers in diameter and 12 to 14,000 kilometers in height. It is a huge, large storm on the planet's surface that's been there at least since 1665 when um, uh, an Italian astronomer first discovered it. (gasps) <gasps> Whoa, that's one big storm you got there. Look at that big old red dot, red dot storm up there. Well, so that's something to think of when life gets hard. Everybody think, well, at least I'm not stuck in a thousand-year-long storm on Jupiter. Jupiter. That's a good point. You things could be worse. Could be stuck in a thousand-year-long storm on Jupiter. And you'd be pretty dizzy because it's the fastest spinning planet in the solar system. Well, I was just thinking about that. Can you believe it's just going, going, going? It's like one of those basketballs on, you know, when people spin them on their fingers. Yeah, I've never been able to do it. That's what they call, they call (laughs) that doing the Jupiter. They they, they say, at basketball camp, they say, can you do the Jupiter? (laughs) Is that what they told you when you went to basketball camp? (laughs) Twirl it, twirl it, twirl it. That's what I hear. I had to pick it up on the street. I never even went to basketball camp. We never talked about that at boot, I mean at boot camp, at band camp. At band camp. I'm always getting those two mixed up. I don't want to know what you talked about at band camp, for God's sake. (laughs) But quick, quick, Kendall, without looking, how many moons does Jupiter have? Three. No. People in America, we think we got it great. Everybody thinks America number one, America number one. I don't know why they they, they used to, rather. Uh, but now, <laughs> now you should know, people, America was never number one. Earth to people who still are there in the scorched wasteland. America only has one moon, while Jupiter has 67. Jupiter. 
Cliff, you are such an American. You're like, America has one moon. It's the Earth that has one moon. <laughs> you know, Americans, they, those, those <laughs> schmoes, they claimed it for themselves a long time ago. They're like, there's America's moon. We got our American flag up on it. Yes, I'm sure someone had the idea long ago that the moon should be the 51st state. I bet they did. I bet you're correct. I, I'm sure they tried. No. Cliff, do you know how long... I was thinking about all the 67 moons. Kendall, it just, just gets you enraptured thinking of all those moons. <laughs> Jupiter. Well, I just keep thinking about how fast it's spinning. Oh, uh, it's doing the Jupiter, it's, yeah. Because it, spe- it spins so fast, <laughs> it uh, it actually flattens the planet slightly. It ah. gives it a kind of a oblate shape, which is kind of like us. <laughs> it gives it a, a what? Sorry, an, an oblique shape, which is kind of like us. We're just this weird, like, as faster we spin and walk around, we just get weirder and weirder shaped. <laughs> I think that there could be a new dance called the Jupiter, and it's just where you just spin really fast. I, we should start it. Hashtag. And they could do it. Is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> While they sing that song, there's no Christmas on Jupiter. <laughs> Man, the musical is really riding itself. <laughs> and the dance is just spinning and spinning and spinning in oh, place. Can you, can you imagine the whole the whole song about the storm, the red spot? Uh, no, a thousand year storm. Things could be worse. Could be in a thousand year storm <laughs> on Jupiter. Jupiter. And people will be saying, now that's a song you should know for years to come. Oh, holy shit. It's a time for songs you should know. I sure hope so, Cliff. Songs you should know. Because I am so ready for some songs that I'm going to completely not get. Oh, now, Kendall, that is the wrongest possible attitude to begin with. Even your attitude is wrong. All right, Kendall, Just do you want to <laughs> yep. start, or do you want? What do you want? I'm gonna let I'll you start. choose. Okay. I, we should have flipped a space coin. We're here at the space museum. Um. I wanna stand with you on a mountain. I wanna bathe with you, you in the sea. sea. I wanna lay like this forever until Jupiter falls down on me. Isn't that, is that truly madly deeply? Yes, it is. Well, here we go. Here's another blast from the past. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I am sitting in the morning at the diner on the corner. I am waiting at the counter for the man to pour the coffee. And he fills it only halfway. And before I even argue, he is looking out the window at somebody coming in. Yeah, what's the name? What's the name of it? Is it Doot Doot Doo Doo? No, 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 no. The name is Tom's Diner. Don't I get partial credit for knowing how the song goes? Well, Kendall, in the spirit of love here at the end of all things, sure. 
<laughs> as we watch the Earth collapse in on itself from Jupiter, where we've started our new colony. We'll just sing to ourselves. There is enough room for us on Jupiter. That that would be a good place to set up shop. Oh, but just think, I'm getting dizzy already thinking of all the spinning. I will get used to it. You took your coat off and stood in the rain. You're always crazy like that. And I watched from my window. Always felt I was outside looking in on you. You're always the mysterious one. Dark eyes and careless hair. I got mixed up there at some point, but that you get the gist of it from the beginning, right? <laughs> um. You stood in my doorway with nothing to say besides some comment on the weather. I don't, is is it a jewel song? It is. All right. Well, that's as, that's as good. Then I'm gonna give myself credit for knowing that. What is the name of it? Biff, I'm so tired of playing all these foolish games. That's what I sing to myself every time we finish a game segment. I'm like, I'm just tearing me apart. Well. Tear into this one, baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Here comes my baby, dragging my heart behind. He's driving me crazy. Who says love is blind? He's got a wandering eye and a traveling mind. Big ideas and a little behind. Out with a different woman every night. But I remember when he was mine. Why'd you come in here looking like that with your cowboy boots and your painted, painted on, on jeans? jeans. All decked out like, like a cowgirl's dream. dream. What's a night in here looking like that? Looking like that. There you go. See, that, those are the songs I grew up on. That's why I know those. All right, we know you know Dolly and Jewel. <laughs> that those were my go-to people. Those were the up. ones. It was why'd you come in here looking like that and foolish games. That was the Venus and Jupiter of my childhood. All right, Cliff, <clears throat> I got one more for you. See if you can get it. But tell me, did you sail across the sun? Did you make it to the Milky Way to see the lights all faded? That heaven is overrated. Oh, don't you hate that song? I do, but it fits so perfectly. <laughs> it does fit so perfectly, and you know, drops of Jupiter. <laughs> now I I have all this sheet music in my iPad when I play on the piano, and that yeah. came up one day, and I was like, oh, let's play this for old time's sake. And I started playing. I stopped. I was like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Jupiter. Jupiter. <laughs> that train ran off the tracks. Ooh. All right, get to one last one for you. All right. You're the one that I've been waiting for. Gotta quit this crying. Nobody's gonna heal me if I don't open the door. Kind of hard to believe. Gotta have faith in me. Freak out, freak out, freak out, freak out. Look at me. Get down, get down, get down, get down. Look at me. I freak out, freak out, freak out, freak out. Look at me. Because all I ever wanted was love. Well, Cliff, it's not a Jewel or a Dolly Parton song, but I'm going to go with Freak Out. No! <laughs> Kendall, <laughs> it would be too easy to make a joke. 
about this. This is a song not about you. It's called I Want Your Stupid Love, Love. I Want Your Stupid Love, Stupid Love by Lady Gaga. Stupid Love. I don't like the insinuation there that you were given toward me. I said that there is no joke. You you couldn't make a joke. You can't make this stuff up like you said. You can't. That's why I'm glad we're here to make our own stuff up. <laughs> oh, Kendall, what a wonderful... I'm spinning out of control. <laughs> ...winning round of songs you should know. Oh, gosh. I'm so tired from that round. I really... I want... Do, have you ever tried this freeze-dried ice cream before? Like when you went to space camp when you were a kid? I'm sure I did, but then I'm sure I demanded to be... Taken to Dairy Queen <laughs> right after. Like, don't hand me that shit. Take me to Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, well, Cliff, did you know I, I've got another hot fact about Jupiter for oh, you? Oh, lay it on us. Jupiter. Did you know that the largest moon in the entire solar system is one of Jupiter's moons? It's Ganymede. If they, I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Ganymede, one of the great sixty-seven. Moons of Jupiter. Well, it's the largest one in the entire solar system. Oh, man, it's the Cliff and Kendall of moons. <laughs> that it is. That it is. Well, you know, Kendall, space is just a weird, wild place. Oh, oh. Yes, it is. Which I, I think we are perfect to go there, because it's just a weird, wild place for two crazy people like us. <laughs> we'll fit in with the fastly... Spinning planets, the rings, the volcanoes, and the uh, red spots, the thousand-year storms. We're going to need a bigger ship. We're going to need <laughs> a bigger booth. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Cliff, I am going to go see why Charles is not over there in his spot, because I'm worried he's gotten into something else. Uh, I'm going to go see if I can trade some of these moon rocks for a pastry. Oh, well, take mine and see if you can get an extra one for me, too. All right. All right. I'm going to see if I can trade them these moon rocks for some moon pies. Ooh, just be careful not to sit on them. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. You know that makes such a mess. Oh, oh. We will see you here next week. Yeah, this is it. This is the show. Thanks for listening to Cliff and Kindle Coast to Coast. Binge listen to more episodes at cliffandkindle.podbean.com.